Hello and welcome to Stuff I Heard with Josh Peak. Today is Saturday, June 30th, and I'm sitting here with some friends. I got uh, Greg Steele to my left. Say hey, Greg. Hey, what's up? I got Josh Treadaway across from me. How's it going? And we got Mr. Josh West to my right. Mr. Josh, what do you? He's going to be all sneaky and smoky talking now. He's shy. We actually just recorded uh, almost an hour's worth of a podcast, and we lost it. Thank you to our uh, wonderful app and the uh, the user who's uh, operating this. Uh, I'm learning. So, yeah, we're doing great so far. We've recorded. This is our fourth podcast, and we've lost two of them. We're at fifty percent. Great job. We're doing. We're doing good. Times. Good times. Yeah. We're doing God's work. You know, just we're cranking them out here a little at a time, and. Uh, I'm, I'm thankful to these guys for being patient while I'm learning how to do this. Uh, my goal, I said, eventually is to get better. So uh, you guys are with us during this process, and uh, we are making an effort. Um, I think the humongous benefit to the listener is generally the first one we do that we keep losing. You know, we haven't drank as much yet. Right. So then right. later we drink more. So maybe we're Cheers. more or less funny. I'm not sure. Cheers, Cheers to the gentleman. Cheers. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, boy. So yeah. <clears throat> All right. So we want to talk about our vacation here. We have taken a vacation in Surfside Beach, and uh, we've had a good time together. Um, we've laughed. We've cried. We it's moved us, Bob. Um, we've done a little bit of uh, karaoke, and I know uh, Mr. West especially wanted to talk about karaoke. Maybe we need to just talk too about well. So we are a singing bunch, right? We are a singing bunch. Yeah, I mean, even ever since we've been all friends high, since high school, and I mean, one of the things I think we can say definitely brought us all together is music. We all like the same music. We like to sing. Um, we're fairly good. We're not bad, but we're but decent. I, I was people ask. I was above average yeah, right there yeah. because you you let people make their own determinant. If you can sing and hold a note and follow the beat. You're above yeah, average. Yeah, so. well, generally for karaoke, so, that's true. So we're above average, and but, then you uh, can make your own. As a, as a group, I think you could say it's definitely something that has brought us together, and is, is a common factor among us is how much we always enjoy music. So Yeah. And it's been fun to challenge each other. It's been fun to sing together. It's been fun to enjoy each other's different styles of music and also our combined uh, music that we enjoy. Um, and it's always fun to go out and cheer each other on. Um you know, Greg and I got started years ago singing in the car driving down the road, and we made poor Josh Treadaway listen to us a lot. <laughs> Sorry, think, buddy. Uh, I think we started even like 15 years of age, 15 years old at my house. We used to have girls over, and we'd be singing Black Crows. And, uh, you know, I just remember those times. But you and I now, what, we're coming up on 25 years of this stuff. And West and I in uh, Florence, South Carolina, going to karaoke. You know, honestly, when we first started going to karaoke, it was like all country, and we just got into it when you started having some pop and rock come out. Oh, I, re- I remember. I re- remember dragging you out to one of your first shows. Yeah. I yeah. think that was me dragging you out to Beyond Therapy. Yeah, that's right. On Third Loop Road. You're absolutely right. And yep. we met the infamous Ed Miller, <laughs> and we, we did not do country. No. Very rarely do we do country. Occasionally, we will do the... By request, and it takes a lot of requesting. But uh, Ed Miller used to uh, invite us to all his country shows so we could run off all his country <laughs> people, and then they would become rock shows. Yeah, that's for sure. It, it changed over time. It uh, 
karaoke really peaked, and of course now it's not what it once was, but uh, <coughs> but we've been in all of it, and I'll tell you that. Oh yeah, we've been yeah. highs and lows, and sure. Yeah. Yeah, you guys uh, drug me out to do my first karaoke when I first got out of the military. Um, I, uh, I remember coming home, and y'all took me to a place in uh, Columbia, uh, a place called Nightworks. Nightworks. Ed, Ed Miller was doing karaoke that night. Nightworks. And uh, you guys were like, hey, come out and sing with us. And I was like, okay. Five points, South Carolina. I never sang in front of people on a stage before, uh, which this was kind of like a, you know, like you were in a band. You were up on a stage, and, and it was time to perform. When they said your name, you better get up there and <laughs> have the goods. Um and so we, we got up there and we did it. And uh, it was a lot of fun. And I got the bug. Uh, after doing that, I was like, I got to find more places to do this. Um, so we did. We, we sang as often as we could. And, and you know, <clears throat> I know you guys moved on to other places. Uh, I came back to Florence and I had to find places to do karaoke, uh, which were often the same kind of setup where the majority of it was just country music. and. You'd go in there and you'd find some obscure song that you halfway knew, and you're like, "All right, I learned this song just to have something to do to exercise my voice." And um, we just kept at it, and 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 we kept dragging Treadaway to go with us because we were like, "Come on, man, have do it, do it, do it!" And he just never would. Um, <laughs> then about what uh, nine years ago, we got together at uh, North Myrtle Beach. We rented a house, and. Greg brought a setup to do karaoke, and Treadaway found a speaker for us, a giant. Speaker. That, <laughs> the, 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 that how big was that speaker? Was, that thing was immense. It was big enough it wouldn't fit in his car, and we had to take an SUV to go get it. Yeah, that's for sure. It was tremendous, and our poor wives came with us, and we irritated the <laughs> piss out of them. And they even brought earplugs because they knew that we were going to be loud a lot. All I know, I'm just glad there was an elevator in that condo because I wasn't carrying that up the stairs. Yeah, well, there was. A, I mean, that was five days or six days of nothing but drinking, card playing karaoke and rinse and repeat eating and then doing that over again yeah and (laughs) yeah i I don't somewhere did did any of you guys actually go to the beach we were two blocks from the beach i didn't go to the beach i I don't i don't don't remember going to the beach i remember people kept asking me if i would go to to the iga with them and i was like no i'm not leaving this place yeah there's no reason i was just there singing a lot and and enjoying the 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 cookie company and uh at some point, Treadaway was like, all right, I'll sing. And he gets up and he sings. He does a great job. It was oh, amazing. Yeah. I mean, he, he belted out a tune, and, and he's a loud guy. You guys have heard him on the previous podcast. Um, he's got a, uh, a vocal, uh, what, would you, what would you call that? Uh, Big mouth? Range? Oh, I'm, I'm <laughs> sorry. My bad. I jumped again there. My bad. Vocal uh, timber. Timbering. Timber? Timber? Yeah. yeah. I don't exactly know the word. He, He's a loud guy. Yeah. Uh, he likes to be heard, so as, he projects. As, as do most Joshes. So, so he, pro- he projects yeah. very well. He, he when he walks into a room, you're like, oh, I, I can hear him. He's over there. Hey, hey, wait, <laughs> hey, man, what's up? No, uh, I was uh, so. Uh, I think the thing to say though is, is the number of years that this guy went out to karaoke with us. I mean, we're talking years and years and years. He would never sing, never sing, never and sing, mocked never us sing. for the longest. And then too. I did mock yeah, a lot. I did a lot and of mocking about. So it. finally, this one time, we get him to sing, and so we also have gone to a ton of karaoke rights. So we have an understanding about: Are you decent or are you not decent? And like right off the bat, he's decent. Like the whole entire time, he's been able to do this, and he just wouldn't. Or, but. I'll tell you, I mean, confidence is half of karaoke, right? Yeah. Yeah, so. And the other half is beer. 
And, and Rodney, yeah, Rod, so. Rodney would come out and wouldn't do it, and then he ends up getting married to a woman who's like, she's like, I want to do karaoke. I'm like, okay. The only reason we went last night was because of her, I guess, huh? Yeah, yeah. and Anuja was like, you know, we're doing this, and I'm like, all right, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, to twist my arm. Yeah, so. so we did find a place to do karaoke last night, and it was really fun. Um, was it Danny Lee's? At, at a place called Danny Lee's. It's in Sacristy. Um It's a little kind of a hole-in-the-wall place, but they got a good setup. It's a pretty decent place to, to enjoy your time and really good prices on drinks. Um, they had three dollar fireballs and Jaegers on certain nights. So yeah, and the I think beers were standard at like two seventy five a piece. And I'll tell you what, man, we had quite a few of those. Um, but they had a good setup. Um, they did have a weird way they did it in the fact that they would have a singer do karaoke and then they would play music, which I get. I mean, I, I could see how that was really friendly to the crowd that came out because there were some people there that didn't want to sing yeah, they just came out to dance yeah we talked well we also talked about that uh, we greg and i uh, and you you too jt as we are jp we've all done a lot of karaoke you have a really bad singer or a really good singer and then you're like i gotta follow that yeah the the neat thing about the show last night is after every singer there was a song okay which which broke the I've got to sing behind a really good singer or, you know, following a really bad singer or it broke up the ha- the stress level of certain singers, which is which happens in karaoke. Yeah, well, but, I, tell you, I tell you, the interesting thing is, is, I don't know, the one thing about karaoke I think is funny is that I think there was a time in our life when we might have taken it a tad bit too seriously, right? Where we said we would never go to a show where they did that because basically it's cutting the amount of time you can right if you go I mean yeah, yeah so there's there's a right. ca- karaoke etiquette is if you're going to karaoke you're not going there to dance you're not going there to hear the DJ you're going there to sing so right. but we had already been there an hour and already sung three or four songs each yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. and so and the rotation was really yeah. short so right. sometimes they do that to fill the void the problem is there was a rotation of 15, 20 singers. At a certain point, yeah. About halfway through the night, we're like, let's stop DJing. Yeah, right. You know? Well, but also, like, she did a decent job of, I get the fact that that music break allows her to accept requests from people and allows her a chance to run to the bathroom if she has to or whatever. I mean, but, like, the crowd that was in there, again, they like that format. You can tell they're used to it of... All right, we'll listen to them sing, and then we get to dance. Well, right. And there was a lot of people that danced in there. I mean, a lot of girls in there were having a good time we, dancing. Well, and we were the visitors, and I understand right. that. I, I mean, I only say that to say that, you know, in the past, I can just remember Josh and I having these conversations about it. When we bothered to go out to sing karaoke, well, bothered all the time. We wanted to <laughs> sing, right? So we didn't want to go somewhere where 50% of the time And at we'll that point in our lives, we chose which bars to go to, and yeah. we knew right. where to go. So. But these days, you know, we're a little bit older, and... Heck, we've sang. <laughs> Are there karaoke songs left that one of us hasn't sang at some point? I have not. Oh, done, yes. I have not done Dancing Queen or Meatloaf yet. You yet. did Meatloaf. Okay. I've seen you do Meatloaf. Okay. 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 Right. Okay. Right. Paradise <laughs> by the Dashboard <laughs> Lights. I've been trying to sell that that I haven't Which done Meatloaf. The, one of the most awful songs. You can't lie to us. It is the. It's the long. The Paradise by Dashboard Light is the longest karaoke song in the book. 
just if anybody wants to go find it and annoy the crap out of an audience, that is the song to do it. That and Strokin could be the two that are most likely to make me want to stab myself in the throat. We we did have a, a really cool thing last night in the fact that we came across an awesome operatic singer Ooh, yeah. who did not look like he was going to have that kind of voice. This guy was... He looked uh, like a biker, dude. He was a street yeah, biker, yeah. Right. He looked like a good 270 pounds... Uh, Leather jacket, six foot something, uh, beard, wearing a kiss shirt and a leather jacket, and uh, they call him up. Uh, I think he went by the name DJ. Yep, yep. Yeah. So they DJ to the stage, and he gets up there and right away sings Journey, uh, Forever Yours, and nailed, nailed it. Just nailed it. Nailed it. I mean, and I recorded it. I thought I'd recorded it on Instagram, and I just went back to watch my video, and I, for some reason, don't have the volume on. So, so I have a video of him singing it with no sound, which is stupid. I feel like such an idiot for that, because that was so... That was like one of those performances you go, holy crap, this is probably one of the top He's, five performances I've ever seen of somebody do, and this dude was amazing. He's now, beautiful to look we'll at. So, just saying. So the rest of the of your great, great. Just so you know, we we were the other four. Just so you know. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> no, journey is well. I don't mean to interrupt you. I mean journey. If you go to karaoke a lot, there's like certain bands or certain singers that pretty much every time they come up, you know it's going to be awful. Yeah. And Journey's one, Whitney Houston's one, blah, blah, Journey blah. Journey done so, by a male is usually going to be bad. Correct. If it's done by a female, it's usually going to be good. Yeah. I mean, that, that sounds, sounds like range. you're like, you know Steve Perry's a guy. I like, yeah, but not too yeah. many gentlemen can do Steve more, Perry. A lot more good females sing Journey Absolutely. than males. So when a male goes up and sings Journey, pretty much you can like, say to yourself, this is going to be terrible. Yeah. So when someone like this knocks it out of the park, and you've gone to as much karaoke as we have. It's just a very unusual thing, and you appreciate it because they're like, "Holy cow, somebody can actually yeah, do that!" It was enjoyable. Yeah, I mean, it. we enjoy <laughs> have to enjoy Journey by a, a male vocalist, which right. you don't normally get. Yeah, to which is unusual. Do you? Question for you, Josh. Right away, do you go out and sing any when we're not around? No. No. Like, does Chrissy ever convince you of, "Hey, let's go out and sing some karaoke"? No. No. <laughs> no. No. There's no karaoke in around. We, we go to bars, we drink. Okay. <coughs> no karaoke. Yeah, you gotta have goals. I, actually, I'm going to phrase that. There's, there's been a couple of times where I've had some friends ask me to join them, and we went out as a couple and joined them. And I did have one story where I was at the Tavern in the Forest, and they kept begging me and begging me to sing and begging me to sing. And I'm like, yeah, all right, fine. I'll, 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 I'll sing. I'll sing one song. And I went up, and I see if it's in the book. And if it's in the book, <laughs> I'll say I'll sing. And sure enough, there it was. Three Little Pigs by Green Jello. <laughs> That's retaliation, man. So that was, yes, that was that was my payback for them. All right, now here's, yeah. so here's my next question. Here's, my, here's the follow-up question that, um, did they ask you to sing another song after that? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's yeah, the point. Was there anyone left in the bar after that's that? The, that's the other story. Is Chris, Chrissy tells me as I'm singing, she sees couples getting up yeah. and leaving the bar. <laughs> Well, to be fair, Greg and I have had the same effect with usually going into a country bar. Somebody's just saying, he stopped loving her today, and I go up and sing Man in the Box. Right, um, yes, no. We, we spend a lot of time on doing retaliation karaoke, just going places where, I mean, especially like, so I live in Albany, Georgia, and so I come from South Carolina where we're hanging out with Ed Miller. He has rock and pop, and I moved to Albany, and there's karaoke, but there's nothing but country, and I start bringing this stuff down. And they hate me. I remember singing at bars where they hate me. And it was pretty hilarious. A few guys that would come talk to me and be like, we hate every song you sing. But you do it really good. So we kind of, <laughs> you know, I mean, like literally, like, you know. And, uh, but yeah, just like you'd be in a country bar and you'd sit there. 
and they'd sing an hour and a half of country, and then you'd finally get to sing, and you just wanted to sing the most god-awful thing ever, just the in retaliation. The most loud, obnoxious yeah, exactly. thing you could think of. Because you yeah. just got so annoyed having to listen well, to Travis Tritt for two hours. Yeah, well, as a side note, it's not that we hate people who sing country. No, not no, all. no, no. But not if all. you're going to go sing countries, make, make it fun. I mean, we're not people are going out to have fun. Not here. Well, not think, necessarily. Some people are there to drown their tears, and and for them, that song may be the thing that they think about because of their mama or their well, daddy. But or, don't justify or that No, no, no. Listen, I mean, I, I'm empathetic of a lot of people. I, you know, I, I believe in walking in their shoes, and and sometimes bit. there is a heartfelt moment of them doing. Uh, you know, he stopped loving her today. But, Josh, but I, for I, a lot of it, it's just laziness. But no, I mean, I think that I think we're talking about different times, and the thing is, is that these days when you go to a karaoke show, because rock and pop and these things in karaoke are at least as prevalent as country. I mean, I think when I go somewhere these days, I'm not hearing at least fifty percent country. It's probably less, right? Absolutely. And so the thing is, is we're talking about a time where yeah. Pop and rock didn't even exist, or wherever you went, they didn't have it. It was just coming out. Yeah. So if you went there and you sang that kind of stuff, you were the pariah, and you were like, oh my God, what's this guy doing? Because all we ever listened to is Travis Tritt and blah, blah, blah. And so I just think it's a different time. Karaoke's different these days because it's a mix now. It's yeah. Like, yeah. E- even the popular country that's out today is more pop than it's it pop is music country. than it is. Yeah, right. see, that, and, that, that, and they're that was, starting to introduce rap in the country. And sure, so, that was my so, biggest you know, problem yeah. when I lived in Nashville. Yeah, because yeah. the chicks dig it. I could yeah. never go. I could never go out to a bar just to have a drink after work because every bar. This is the time when karaoke was kind of blowing up and everything. Every bar in Nashville was a country karaoke bar. Yeah, and everyone thought they would be the next Nashville star. Oh yeah. So every bar I went to after I get off work, I had to either sit and listen to crappy ass country karaoke, or not go to a bar. Yeah. Which probably the better choice would be not go to the bar and go home, but you have to well, work. You know, you need some, you need some downtime. And they're usually doing the same songs over and over again because it's their best song and they want someone to notice. It's sort of like a comedian that, that does open mics and they always go up and say the same jokes over and over again. They're like, "This is the one that kills." Yeah, but you're not writing anything. You're just doing the same thing over and over again. It's like uh, last night hearing this guy do Journey. That was amazing. That, but that's a song he's done. That's a song he's probably done three thousand times. And does it flawlessly. But like the rest of songs he was doing that night, in my opinion, were crappy songs. And he wasn't challenging himself. And he, he had the vocal range that he could have done a lot of really good songs. This is where I go, Mr. Peek, you're not being very empathetic. Because they may have been really good songs to him. They may have been his favorite. That Queen's Right song may have been heartfelt to him. Yeah. So now you, now you are not being empathetic. Yeah, True. but I mean, I have a... So, so there, is bad, but, there are bad choices to do songs out there. You all, sometimes you you can't be as selfish as you would like. Yeah. And sing songs that you want. Sometimes you gotta uh, sing. I don't know. Karaoke is is all about selfish, but I think the thing is this. I think that <laughs> no, it, it's all about selfish. No, it is. Karaoke. You sing what you want to do. Like karaoke is where I come to shine to sing the songs I like to sing. Versus if you sometimes if you're. But also, thing. some people play you know, the crowd. Some people yeah. are like, this will be fun crowd. for the crowd. See, I, yeah. I, this, right, this is where we slightly disagree. Yeah. I, I won't go into a country bar nowadays uh, and sing Alice in Chains. Oh, I love 
I'll go yeah, in and right. say, okay, we're doing country. Yeah. Okay, I'll go in and put like, uh, I love a rainy night in. Right. Goes off really well. Sure. Right? Oh, so you you'll you'll like some upbeat stuff. Well, how about we do a little Bon Jovi? Mm. Oh, you'll like a little Bon Jovi, and you work them into some of the rock and roll. So then by the end of the night, you're doing crazy bitch well, about cherry and that's crazy. Well, I'm not sure though that <clears throat> I'm not sure you can compare us to maybe the standard. And I think that guy last night, as great as he was at that Journey song, I totally agree. Like all the other songs he did, while he did them really well I didn't think that was anything to showcase anything to the crowd I didn't think it was anything that really made him shine and I really felt about him like that those three songs he did were probably the same three songs he's done about 3,000 times well and they because, weren't the songs that his friends enjoyed either because like they didn't even yeah, they cheer after those three yeah. songs it's well, like they're they're his handicap of his well, sure. His repertoire, well, and again, it's like a, karaoke is about confidence. Whether or not, yeah. you, it's it's not even about whether or not anyone else thinks you're good. It's whether you believe you're good. Right. I mean, the one thing about us, I think, is pretty unique. Is if you look at the last twenty years, how many different songs have we done? And, we're not and doing the confidence level well, that we have now. Six songs. Yeah, we, I mean, we've it's, done it's thousands like and thousands and thousands. Shows and thousands. kamikaze karaoke, and we're like, yeah, throw it female, fine. We don't care. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we just didn't yeah. we like singing what we like to sing. That's why we didn't like kamikaze karaoke or, you know, every now and then we would do, I remember we did a ladies night. We, we all said, we, everybody had picked ladies, ladies songs. So yeah. we, we that's picked, fun. Yeah, that's so you, it, it, fun. it made us go out of the box, which was always fun because you were talking about confidence. <laughs> we, we didn't sing certain songs because we were confident in singing that song. We sang certain songs and we were confident what we could do. If I heard the song, I could probably pull it off. So. I mean, we were lucky because Ed Miller basically bought every new karaoke CD, which is pretty yeah. unusual. So he had anything new, and we really went out of our way when he got new stuff oh, yeah. to try to sing it, yes, right? Absolutely. But we sang thousands and thousands of songs. I mean, I don't even think I'm exaggerating. No, I don't think Of the thousands of songs we've done over the years, when you have so many great vocalists out there who, if they sing karaoke for 20 years, 20 years later, they're singing the same four songs. And I'm like, you got to challenge yourself. you got to be more than that. And I really felt that about that guy. I loved how he did journey well, but I, I think if that guy had different yeah. friends they'd be like hey man let's do something like this and you know they would have they would have been like that but I think they were just along for the ride maybe so let's let you yeah, do your thing because he was so good they didn't want to tell him what to do oh no yeah, yeah absolutely I mean there's no reason with how talented he is that he shouldn't be like singing a bunch like I don't think how could you go to karaoke if you went for a number of years and sing the same four songs every time I mean wouldn't it just right, suck we're, okay we're making a few assumptions mm-hmm. he may have a larger repertoire and that may have been what he wanted to do last uh, time I don't know <laughs> I don't feel that way, but I could be totally I mean, wrong. Yeah. I, mean, know, I have a lot of songs you... that I wanted to sing, and I said, and then they end up getting done. I'm like, I could have done that song. I wasn't planning on doing it, but when you hear somebody else, you're like, oh, I could have done that song. I'm just thankful for Greg come bailing me out. Oh, boy. Yeah. You acted like you never heard that song before. Dude. I, I was like, I, I know you Yeah, you got him to sing, and I was like, he's heard this before. I know he has. <laughs> yeah. I, See, so I failed miserably. Sometimes you can overdrink your singing, and then you get up there and you're like, wait, this doesn't sound anything like I remember. What's yeah. wrong with me? Alcohol does provide a lot of courage. Can you it does. Your drinking is the real question. That That's, yeah. Well, you did last night with the, uh, Greg, Greg pulled out uh, some Disturbed, um, and it was amazing. Uh, apparently got the attention of uh, quite a few people because they were all into it. Uh, yeah. So... I guess the lesson here is is that if you're doing something and you feel great at it, great. If you want to challenge yourself, challenge yourself. Don't be afraid to try something new. Um, at the end of the day, nobody cares. 
what you do. If you think about it, whenever you have an interaction with somebody and you walk away from it, the only person that thinks about that stuff later on is you. When, when, when you have an interaction with somebody and they make a mistake, um, there is a real possibility that they could, uh, you could be in the wrong. And then when you get away from there, all you're thinking about is what you did to do the wrong thing. Well, at the end of the day, you're the only one thinking about that because they're thinking about their life and their problems and the things that they did wrong. So don't ever think it. That's you know, the truth. That's the truth. You gotta, you gotta have your own challenges in life, and you gotta be able to to face them, and you gotta be able to plow through them. I mean, that's the only way you grow. Um, when I was in the Marine Corps, we used to say that the only way that you could grow is to know yourself and seek self improvement. And a lot of times, you know, the they say the weakest link is uh, is the part that breaks the chain. So sometimes you look at your own life and you go, what am I doing that is the the crappiest, and what can I work on? What can I change about myself? to make myself better. So, you know, you look at things like maybe it's something physical or maybe it's something mental or maybe it's your diet or maybe it's your exercise or whatever it is. You always try and find a way to make yourself a little bit better, to challenge yourself. And, you know, these guys over the years have always looked at, you know, karaoke as a, as a very serious thing, even though it's recreational. They've always looked at it and said, you know, what could I do differently? What, how could I challenge myself in some way um, so that I could, you know, get better? Because I like doing this and I want to keep doing this. And it is a hobby. It is fun to do. Um, every once in a while, you do get the rare opportunity to go up on an open mic. Uh, someone says, hey, would you, like to, would you like to come up and sing with us? And, and you can. Um, you know, Greg's in a, in, a, in a 90s cover band and gets to go up you know, quite regularly with his band. And gets to be the lead singer. And that's really cool. But for a lot of people, they have lives that just don't allow that to ever happen. So their big claim to fame may be just that they get to sing karaoke once in a while. This guy, DJ, that we came in contact with, I made a comment of, you know, maybe he's not doing this all the time because maybe he's got six kids and he's got to work, you know, 60 hours a week. And it just doesn't, it's not conducive for him to do this very often. So this is one moment to get out and do this. And that's one of the things I like most about doing karaoke is you get to run into all kinds of people from all, all walks of life. Um, and some of them are extremely good and you get to come into contact with them and hear something amazing. So for what it's worth, I'm glad that these guys have dragged me out to do karaoke to begin with and I'm glad that we continue to do it. And to that guy DJ, man, if you're listening, um, we, we loved hearing you sing. You were amazing and I hope you keep at it and I hope you challenge yourself with other things. And I'd love for you to reach out to us, man. I, I, would, I would really dig, you know, getting in touch with you again and, and getting to hear you again i'd like to record you singing journey that was that was great that was amazing well the real question about him is where did he get his training and i mean the thing about him is we said he was operatic and he was very operatic i don't believe that he was someone who trained himself to sing that way i mean i think he had some vocal training somewhere uh and it could be when he was very young right i mean if you get trained young you don't necessarily forget that stuff but he's it He's very operatic, and I think he'd had some training. And he, his vocals were great, and uh, I enjoyed listening to him for sure. Yeah. Trade away. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh I, I, I mean, I, I, I mean, I agree. You know, I, I don't know so as much what you're as saying is, Greg is does. Karaoke is life. And my um, dad is, it's, no. it's just because you have a bad song going on now doesn't mean a good song can't be coming up next. That could so be, that so could be a euphemism. Like, so yeah. just because you're going through bad times right now doesn't mean 
that as soon as you turn the corner is not a good song get ready to come right, on. just because Greg sang Careless Whisper doesn't mean he can't sing Disturbed. Oh, Greg, <laughs> what do you, Greg, I don't know that the, the audience listening understands your, your Careless Whisper reference. Would you care to really explain that in a little more detail? Well, honestly, probably in my inter- Some of my karaoke songs are certainly better than others, but there's three terrible ones that are so bad that they're very memorable. One of them is Careless Whisper. I sang one night, and it was so bad. Wait, 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 that was the original? Get, you got to get, this is the original? This was, and do you George remember Michael? the location, Greg? Because I know I do. Wasn't it like Pizza Bistro? Pizza Bistro. Oh, yeah. Yes, this is really, whenever they were yeah. doing karaoke any place they could, back whenever karaoke was popular. In Columbia. Yep, up in I Columbia. think Wes should probably tell this story. I've blocked it from my memory. So, <laughs> so all right. So, great. Now, to be fair, I, I sing George Michael. I sing Wham. I I, I, I celebrate. A Listen, lot of he's that. a little proud of that. Don't don't let him fool you. <laughs> he's, a, he's a lot of proud of that. <laughs> you just want my sex. It's okay. I understand. Well, so, uh, it's Greg, it's Greg, and Greg enjoys George Michael. Well, right, you can't complain. I mean, I've sang Freedom 90 forever and ever and ever and ever. Yeah. So, uh, Greg's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reach out. I'm going to do a little careless whisper. I was like, oh, go ahead. I go, oh, Greg, that's, that's going to be great. Yeah, it was not great. It was, <laughs> it was the, if they, if you had gong show karaoke, it would have been, you'd have been gonged off, like, before you even finished the first verse. Well, and you were great. so mad. You're like, I want to go do it again. I go, Practice. Well, the I great thing, the great, there. the great thing about me is, yes, if I fail, it's going to be super spectacular. Because you take that, which was bad, then we're at some what state fair? Which state fair were the we at? Columbia, uh, South Carolina State Fair in Columbia. This is this is my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he had it on there tape. Were, there was yeah. proof for this one he that had, went around for a <laughs> long time. He had it on tape. Thank God that tape has gone missing. Thank I, God that, that's trying to segue. Thank th- God I'm a country yeah. boy. Was your choice, Greg? Why did you choose John Denver? I don't know, but I mean, I really know that song really well but for some reason so well I know why so and I, to be fair this happened last night so when you're singing um, as a vocalist yeah you need to kind of be able to hear yourself right. <laughs> yeah. well, so it, last night there was yeah. no monitor and it was right. a little challenging for us until we figured out uh, yeah. vocally where we could hear each other but at the fair there was no monitor and the speakers were large and they were not pointing towards the stage oh yeah. you guys were stepping out for that reason Oh, yeah. So great. I didn't step right. out. We're stepped oh, out so we could hear out. ourselves. Yeah, so yeah. I could just hear myself ourselves. reverberating off the microphone. I, well, but I, was, I liked yeah. hearing the full... Yeah, we stepped out into the crowd. Uh, one because it was stepping out of the crowd. Yeah, but right. it also... No, could, it was about the hear, vote. It was about the You monitor. could hear your sound. I couldn't hear, I couldn't hear me except yeah. for like the, the just the reverberation off, off my hand. Yeah, I was like, that's, I can hear this. That's all I can hear. We stepped in front of the speaker. I hope it's okay. Yeah, so we could hear So it was a big stage at the state fair. And we'll record you while you're singing. I was like, that's a great idea. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. I, I still to this day, I, I got my cassette. I don't even know what I sang. But to Greg's like, I'm going to sing. I was like, thank God. I was like, all right, what's country? You know, it's, 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 well. it's so great. It's so you And Greg was a half beat off. And I'm like, all right, he's, he'll catch up. And Greg was off a half beat the entire song <laughs> it was I mean it was so bad you're like did they just record this wrong and I'm like nope but we've got it. so anytime we have a party going on we'd be playing something just really happy and I would sneak that cassette in and play thank yeah thank God <laughs> that might have went missing because I got a hold of it yeah, I'm not sure and then it was yeah. accidentally left in the cassette player oh yes yeah, this is yes. back in the days when cassettes yeah. this is four CDs 
and it was left in cassette player, and I, to this day, yeah, I'm still it's, really, it's pretty, really pretty upset bad, pretty bad. That. And then the third one was uh, in Albany. I used to have a friend of mine, Lee Phillips, I sang karaoke with very regularly. And one night, I got rouletted to do My Maria, and I had never heard the song before. Like, literally, I have no idea what it was. And normally, I've been rouletted a bunch. I got Loretta Lee, and I got all this stuff, and I usually just kind of can figure out the beat and figure out the lyrics, and I'll rock it, and I'll do whatever, and it goes okay. Not My Maria. My Maria and it was, doesn't have the same yeah. staccato And it was actually it. so bad that it was like 1.30 in the morning, and my wife, like, actually called Lee Phillips and woke him up and held the phone up and forced him to listen to it. (laughs) (laughs) And the two of them... And and the thing is, is that if you actually can... If you actually sing okay most of the time, your mess-ups are, you know, very... Yeah, people love them. So... And, and the best thing I could tell you is, or the only thing I can tell you is, is the kind of person I am, like, since then, I've learned all of those songs, right? I know them now. I can do all of them now. But, yeah, that was very, very, very poor. <laughs> my, my worst experience ever was uh, I was in a... I had gotten into some kind of contest and had made it past several rounds, and it was a, the final was a kamikaze-type mm-hmm. scenario, which is never good. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, the guy who wins gets a country song that everybody sings along. I think it was, you know, uh, Hank Williams Jr., the, mm. the Log, the Ride, or whatever it is. Sure. So, <clears throat> but I get uh, 50 Cent up in the club, oh. which is extremely difficult because the, the words come fast and the monitor does not give you the words ahead of time. It's like, you need to know it, otherwise you're screwed. Mm. And I did not know it by heart, and it went horribly. Mm. And the whole time I was thinking, just why, 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 why is this even happening? Why couldn't you give me anything? If you'd have gave me the song this guy is doing, this would have been so much better than this crap. And I'm not the guy that's going to go back and learn 50 Cent up in the club after this event. I was just like, yep, never singing that again. Yeah. Just walked away from it. Yeah. Trevor, I got a question for you. Okay. You've been with us a lot. We've dragged you to a lot of these events. Is there any experience that stands out in your mind, either good or bad? Where you're just like, oh, you know, this... The, the only one that really stands out in my mind is one of the first first few times that Greg used to come up to Nightworks. And he sang a lot, but he had no motion or nothing. He just stood on stage. <laughs> I mean, he just sang. I mean, he just I, stood there and stand. I have a picture of that. And, uh, <laughs> so do I. And I, said, and I, I just said to him one time, I was like, dude, you're so awesome up there. Just put a little bottom in the movie. Get a little energy in there. And uh, the next time he came, he actually tried doing it, and it was just... Amazing. Yeah. I think, so I don't want to speak on Treadway's behalf, but I will tell you that the number one song that Treadway talks about that I ever sang that he liked, which one was it? Do you remember? It was at Nightworks as well. One night at Nightworks, late night, I sang Sludge Hammer by Peter (laughs) Gabriel. And man, Treadway talked about that for like nine years, like how much he enjoyed that. I should have sang it for you last night. Sludge Hammer. Oh, he loved it. He was like, he never talked about any song I'd sang ever. One One of my favorite performances from you is when we went down to Hilton Head one time. Oh, good lord. Josh West. The, the godsend that he is called me up and says, hey, let's go to Hilton Head. And I was like, I can't. I don't have any money or anything. And he's like, I'll drive. I was like, I'm in. <laughs> and he drove me from Florence to Hilton Head for us to do this event. And in the in us singing, like we all did great. But at a certain point, like this place is packed. I, forget, I think it was a holiday or something. This place was packed with people. Ed Miller was doing karaoke. And at a certain point, I'm ordering a drink at the bar. And I hear Cowboy Mm. come on 
and it's Greg doing Kid Rock Cowboy, and he's on the bar walking through the crowd, and everybody's high-fiving him, and people are dancing on top of tables, and it is absolute chaos. I was like, oh, shit, he is a rock star. This is it. This is the emergence of the new level of singer, and and I'm just the guy ordering the beer. <laughs> yeah, this, I mean, is right. That kind of started at Nightworks, and then yeah. we went to Ichabod's, Mm. And I know I went up on one on the railing several times at Ichabod's, and I know both of us may have done it at one point. So sure. we started that at Ichabod's, and some places were cool with it, and some places were cool with it with certain people. Now Greg and I got away with it at places that most people couldn't get away with it. But that that night in Hilton Head, there were several nights in Hilton Head that uh, well, so were pretty, uh, pretty raucous. Two uh, memorable nights about Cowboy and Hilton Head. <laughs> Number one was that one, the one where, and I can't even remember what happened, but I'm singing it. You're right, the place is full. People are going crazy, and someone at work there's like, hey, dude, get on the bar. So I got up on the bar, and I walked on the, like I was standing on the bar, walking around singing and just throwing down. People had a great time. So that was thing number one. Now, the other time I sang karaoke at Hilton Head, which, uh, Cowboy, which was memorable, was the night when we decided it would be an awesome idea to drink Jaeger and Red Bull. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, I think I drank 11 Jaeger and Red Bulls. Now, <laughs> keep in mind that I can't drink one Jaeger and Red Bull. And so, like, literally the funny thing is is that there was the stage and there was this this wooden railing on the stage. And we drank 11 Red Bulls before we even started doing karaoke. It was stupid. And so there I am, and I'm sitting on that railing, and my head's down, and I, like, literally passed out. And not, I don't know what's going on. And so... Ed Miller comes up to me and he goes, Greg, Greg, Greg. He starts shaking me. He's like, it's your turn to sing the song. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like I wake up and I'm like, whatever. And so he puts the microphone in my hand and I'm like literally unconscious and I walk up on the stage <laughs> and the music comes on. And as soon as the music comes on, my head goes up and I'm fully wide awake. And like, I just fucking kill the whole song. Ah, kill it, kill it, kill it. Song's over. Hand the mic back to Ed. Go back to the railing. <laughs> just pass right back out. <laughs> <laughs> So, to finish off the back of that story as the only sober one that night, I am fairly certain I have this this dollar amount correct. I believe oh, just, well, that was the full tap. There were $460 worth of Holy Jaeger drink. Crap. Just Jaeger. You guys actually, and this is drink not, them out. you drank the bar out of Jaeger. This is we back did. before they started calling them Jaeger bombs. They were yeah. called the Red Death. It yeah. was Jaeger and Red Bull. And you guys literally drank the bar. Well, what was what was funny is Ed Miller used to keep in the top visor of the passenger seat of his van. He used to keep the highest total of liquor at all of his gigs ever, mm-hmm. and that night was the highest. Oh, yeah. It was like eight hundred and seventy-five dollars. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was just ridiculous. And, uh, matter of fact, there was a lot yeah. of like. Who, uh, matter of fact, I think Ed ended up Ed, who was not drinking a lot of that end up having to cover it because you guys drank so much that you, you guys ran out of money. Well, the thing was is that, yeah, like, he, he... I think he actually, like, instead of making money that night, had to pay money. But the funny thing about Ed Miller was because he broke his record, he was happy about it. He was like, yeah, that's great. Good job, guys. Well, <laughs> yeah, so that means future work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ed, and when we say Ed Miller's, you know, you're like $800. Ed Miller, this is years ago was making more than some bands oh, doing right. karaoke. No, he, well, he'd bring 4,000 people. I, I, not 400 people, but I, w- I went to uh, Spartanburg, South Carolina, Wild Wing with him 
and it was a three level bar and he brought 700 people in there oh, it was ridiculous like just silly the well that was the deal so not only did Greg and I follow Ed Miller <clears> for all these shows because he said please come and rock when we go to these places I mean the, the weirdest one that I remember ever being told to go to because it was the middle of nowhere Statesboro, Georgia mm, Georgia Wood Nickel. Wood Nickel. Yeah. Wood Nickel. there was and it was that random bar that some some, some graduates of Georgia Southern had started mm-hmm. and he goes you guys would c- come down here mm. lots, lots, of, lots of Southern Bells mm. you'll come you guys will be gods and the theater group was there Wouldn't a Nickel we, the, yeah. the one time you brought That's me right. the theater group was there and they were fabulous yes. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> they were awesome though Greg and I went in there and and Miller was right. We were treated like, but we're in, like, say, we're, we I've never been down in the middle of Georgia Statesboro area. We yeah. didn't know anybody, anything. And we went down there and just, they, you know, we were too, I mean, Greg and I are pretty, um, suburban, white. suburb, okay, white. Um, <laughs> white. Uh, not, Don't pull the punch. Not, not pretty white. Not really country. Um, but, uh, Went down there and it was this is you know Statesboro is pretty country yeah and uh, but we blew the roof off that place to the point that not only did they you know Ed Miller had a job for life down there because the the kids loved him they said they'd seen him at a show and when they opened up their own bar like we want you to come play shows down here and then after Greg and I came down we started getting invites to come back even when Ed Miller wasn't there they were like can you guys come down and sing at the bar or Greg and I went down there a couple times Ed Miller wasn't even there. And Greg and I went down to sing in Statesboro, Georgia, at this bar. Yeah, we did spend. We made that. We made Ed Miller a lot of money. I hate to say that, but oh, I, know. I think it was like anywhere new he went to play, he would always call us and be like, "Hey, man, come down here and get this thing going." Yeah, because we'd go down and we'd try to rock it out, and you know. Well, we did. We all. I mean, yeah. to be fair, we always rocked it out. Some nights were better than others. He, the The most epic performance I've seen you do was weirdly enough at the Wood Nickel in Florence. When mm. we got together, I guess one of these last times, I don't know what was happening that night, but it was electric. You hit on something where the crowd lost their freaking minds, and everybody was singing with you to the level that I, I could feel like the room shaking. I was like, what is going on with him? Holy crap, this is it. It was just, it was like a, a pinnacle moment. And I was just like, I, I'm, I'm just happy to be here. This is so much fun. There, there's nights that are just fun. You just start feeling it. And this goes back to, you know, we've had conversations that you, sometimes you sing songs to be selfish for yourself. Sure. Sometimes you find, you, you find a song that you want to sing that the bar also wants to hear. Yeah. And, and when those two come together, it, 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 makes, it, yeah. it makes those moments. It makes those moments you're like, I'm singing really well. And then when it's a song everybody wants to hear, they're like, oh yeah, we won't. We want this to go on. Yeah, there was, I don't think there was anybody in the bar not singing along with you. That was, that was the fun part about he that. He did that. Uh, he did that in Atlanta. Like you, you know, your wife had to come down for the uh, for the um, conference, conference or whatever, and, I, and he yeah. he was in Atlanta with nothing to do, and he called me. It's like, hey man, I'm in Atlanta with nothing to do, so I went up there to hang out with him, and we were doing karaoke at the bar, and man, he did Sister Christian. And it was just one of those times where his vocals were on point, but the entire bar, everybody in there was just going ape crap over that stuff and singing along with him. And, you know, the thing that's funny about you, Josh, is you have something I don't, which is 
I don't care, right? Like, <laughs> I'm just going to be honest here. You know I, I have had that yeah. uh, for a long time yeah. is the problem. No, so. when I go to karaoke, I don't care. I'm going to sing what I want to sing. I'm just selfish about it. And if everyone likes it, great. And if they don't like it, it's great. And my vocals are generally going to be pretty good. And, you know, I feel like that if I go up there and I sing the song well, I don't really care if anybody else likes it. I'm just happy with it. Now, so there's time. And, and my problem is, is that... I find that there's times when I try to to please the crowd that I'm not as happy. Like, the song isn't like, it's, it's not, not really song. what I want. Right. And so I sing it worse. So, but in your case, I think you're better than me at doing that, at figuring out what the crowd likes and for, for singing a song that you're going to do really well, but one that the crowd's yeah. right. And I, I, I'm, I'm, ter- like I'm terrible. I do better that. if I just yeah. focus on what I want to do. That's right. And I just do my thing. That, and like, a lot because if I try to sing to the crowd what I try to do is over sing what my vocals will allow me to do and I'll blow my voice out and then it's just awful well, no, and if, I, if I just stick to what I want to do everybody's yeah. happier it turns out better well, the other better thing time. is you'll, you'll sing a song that like I get up there I gotta be into what I'm like if I'm really gonna have a good performance it's because I'm, I walk up there going I really want to sing this song yeah. and I'm gonna kill it right and then I know like I'm just gonna do that if I go up there and I'm like this isn't really what I want to do, but I'm trying to do something for the crowd. I don't really want to do it. Like it's when some girl asks you to sing Grease with her. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> that, that Atlanta story has a, has a follow-up. So my wife was down before a conference. And so you and I, we'd been scoping out places. Mm, karaoke, sure. we found this place, which was close to where I was. we were staying. It was downtown. I'd gone to pick you up from your hotel. Right. And, uh, yeah, this is sad that we travel to go do karaoke, have our own hotel rooms in Hilton Head. But anyways... We were there singing, and my wife ends up coming out with us, and uh, so you're like, okay, you're in a random seat. Well, it was a conference going on, so what do people do when they go to conference? They go out and, and sing, so she had friends of hers right, there singing, right. yep, and yep. in the bar, right. and then I go up there and sing, and they, then they saw me go back to my wife, who is well recognizable within her industry. Correct. And yeah, that's, she went... Understating that, she went way. to the conference the next like day, and she got stopped left and right asking about her husband who was doing karaoke at the karaoke yeah. bar the night before. She goes, "You will not believe how many people came up to me and talked about your karaoke performance last night." It's like, oh, that's yeah, cool. no, that's it, pretty cool. <laughs> it really went well. I mean, it was, uh, yeah, you d- you did a good job, and you really hit the note from the crowd and I hit the note from the crowd but mine's way more by chance that's not calculated at all I just do what I want to do but you you're better at that than I am there's no doubt uh, I, I think I, I always told you like sometimes you just you get lucky and I do like to try I, I overthink things it's too t- too much sometimes no, <laughs> um, no. but but in really? doing so yeah. I, I try, I'm trying to raise my odds of it being a success and so I, I do you know while I'll pick songs that are very selfish to me I'm picking it because I also think that this is going to be a crowd pleaser. well I think the other yeah. thing you have to think about is just from again we talked about didn't we is this the is this the last podcast or this podcast that we're talking about like literally in 20 years we've done thousands and thousands of songs right I don't know like we're, we, old, we're old enough now we can just say we're old we forgot what we said yeah 10 minutes well I mean ago, so. but the bottom line being like literally if it's on karaoke one of us has probably done it the, this is the truth yeah and the point being too is I think there's an advantage in the fact that we can pick things we think the crowd would like and songs we like because there's just the catalog is ridiculous, right? Yeah. This, this is true. I, and we've grown yeah. up through different 
genres of or different sure. ages of music. You know, we we have an eighties no, profile. 90s, we have the we have the nineties grunge and and all the associative you know music from that. Sure. And then, it's, I mean, we're still pulling up. You know, we have uh, you know. Fallout Boy and Papa Roach sure. and some of the some of the new stuff that yeah. you know even even dare I say going really poppy I mean I'll, I'll pull off some Justin Timberlake and sure. you know that kind of stuff so I mean you can do so our ability to sing to almost any age any crowd is yeah. what sets us a little different than others now I I will be honest I do sing a lot of the same songs. But I usually try and sing those same songs in different venues. I won't sing the same songs in the same place multiple times. I try and so if you're going to the same place week after week after week, it pays to have that catalog of songs because you can always you know sure. fall on something that's different that they haven't heard. Yeah, I and mean, I think we're pretty fortunate. I think our uh, vocal ranges lend themselves. Like we have, I think all three of us have popular music vocal ranges, right? Like, yeah, you know, I mean, well, we, but we I've also a I've great been, amount of I've been accused of music. even when I sing country music, but that apparently I still sound like I'm rock and roll. Oh, me too. Uh, there's something me apparently too. there's something about my yeah. voice but that's still. But that's why they call in that in that genre or whatever. Yeah, is really just a just a, a an upbeat country. I mean, that's where yeah. southern rock. I mean, it wasn't yeah. that they they were trying they were just they were trying to be a little different, and it became it was closer to rock than it was country. And and if you listen to a lot of days country, it's not rock anymore. It's both. It's almost country pop. Well, and I like I like songs that have a very like I can sing pretty fast, right? So I like fast songs. I like the end of the world as we know it, and I feel and fine. Bare naked like ladies, bare, one week. Yeah, one week. And I like um, I don't like a bunch of country songs, but I like that uh, what that Grundy County Auction song, right? Uh, that's yeah. I, well, I, that's one of the country songs. I'm I say I don't do a lot of country. I pulled that one out because we're going to, it's upbeat right. and, pop, and it's got a, it's a really happening song. But the point I guess is, is that my friend Lee used to ask me to sing it all the time, but every single time I'd sing it, he said, man, you did a really good job with that, but you don't sound country. You sound like you're trying to sing rock. Yeah. Country. Yeah. yeah exactly. That's, that's used to what I hear. Yeah. Um, I used to go out and people wanted me to sing, uh, the, one week by Bare Naked Ladies. Mm-hmm. And I think it was because it was a fast song and it would be over quickly. No. Because they wanted to sing next. Mm, I don't know. I mean, I think... And, that, I, and I refused to sing it after that, because when I realized that they were just wanting me off the stage as fast as possible, because I, I annoyed them. One week is... Uh, but One Week is a song that if for some reason you actually can do it, right? If you can yeah. hit, hit that cadence, then it's something, right? Right. Because I mean, it's fun, it's, it, it is fun to do. I can't do it. Nobody can do it. I can do it. Yeah. Well, I can. But I mean, the point is... is there's not a bunch of people that can. You too, but I mean, but I don't want to do it. Right. I don't want to do it every time I go, and, and people were you know constantly like, hey, do it again, do it oh, again. Yeah, and I, I, and I, I naked lady guy. they never said it, but it was like they almost wanted me to do it so that I'm off the stage quicker. Mm-hmm. And they would do these long, you know, ballads, and I'm just like, well, I was up there for two minutes. Well, I figured that out too. Well, I, started pick, I started picking out songs like you know uh, that were longer, like Sister Christian mm-hmm. and Cult of Personality and. Uh, even Bon Jovi wanted Dead or Alive you start getting into four and a half five minute long songs and if you really want to go you could do Don McLean American Pie and then you're, oh. you're over seven minutes yeah let's never do that ever that song's <laughs> not only is that song long it's hard because you can't there's no there's no break from chorus to verse or, or I mean it's really a long verse broken up with an occasional chorus yeah mm-hmm. yeah I've, I've done a lot of it though I went. Oh, I, oh, I've done it. oh it goes over well but it's one of those yeah. songs one you 
you better be prepared yeah. for. And two, you can't do it every week. It's breath control. Yeah, yes, it is breath love. control. Yeah, considering the catalog of songs that we've done, I would have a hard time categorizing that song as hard. That's not, no. No. No, but, but like I used to get songs that we've done that are hard. I used well, to get requests a lot, especially from my wife, to do uh, <clears throat> stuff like uh, "Walking on the Sun," you yeah. know, by Smash Mouth. And it's like to me that that song is like singing "Rubber Rubber Your Boat." Oh, it's no, so sing songy. Oh, yeah. I'm so bored with it, you know. And I and she likes it. She's like, oh, I love that song. I'm like, yeah, but I don't. I really don't. It was fun in the beginning, but it's just to me, it's just so. I don't know. It's a rhythm. And it's just, it's over so quickly, and it's like, I, I don't even care about this song. Nothing about this makes me I want to do this. This conversation song. is pretty funny because I think that I'm not sure that I've ever thought before about the differences between the crowd satisfaction. Like, because you're right, if you got someone who's requesting that kind of song and you do it, but you just hate it, I would. Uh, it's hard for me to want to do it because it's awful. Yeah. <laughs> and, we ha- and to be fair, we have had this conversation. The very first band. You sang it. You were saying, I'm singing songs I hate. Oh, that's true. You know, and I was like, then why do them? We're like, well, the crowd loves them. And that's where the quandary gets in. Are you singing for yourself, i.e. selfish? Or or are you singing for the crowd and by proxy, if they're happy, are you happy with what you're doing? At what point are you Nickelback? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but, no, I mean, I think the thing is, is that I do, I do very much differentiate band to karaoke because bands, you're making money and you're being paid to do something and you're being paid to please the crowd. And yeah. so I'll sing songs I don't necessarily love the most in a band. But when I go to karaoke, I'm not getting paid to do anything. I'm there right. to sing what I want to sing and what I want to do. And so, but are you singing for your satisfaction or the response you get from the crowd? If you go up there and it's crickets, are you happy with the way you sing? Even if, even if you nailed it, you're like, nailed it, governor. Are you happy with it if, never, if they're out there? A lot of times, yes. <laughs> I, think, I think for, yeah. she, for you, for, you uh, for sure, yeah. A lot of times, yes. If I go up there and I want to sing this song and I go up there and I sing it right and I kill it and it's awesome, I don't really care. care what I, the response I will, is. I, I will give you yeah, the example that, I, that, I've, yeah. that for years that, that changed my mind. Because I used to think that way I, and I was like that. And the song that changed my mind on that was a Dishwalla, um, uh, Charlie Brown's Parents. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love that song. You sure. love that song. Right. We love that song. Sure. And, but the problem was only we love that song. And when I go do it in karaoke, tons of fun for us. And everybody else would be out there. Hey, I'm all right with it. <laughs> and so I was like, all right, so yeah. can I find stuff that not only I'm happy singing, but can I make the crowd happy too? And yeah. so I started finding stuff like that, and that's that's where you have a lot of fun. And then, when, and then we we I don't know if we talked about it. in This podcast is where getting old helps. You can just say blame on old age, um, where they start doing dance sets in between karaoke, and we, we none of us really like that. But occasionally down then that was like, all right, we're gonna do a dance set. All right, put up Rob Bass. It takes two, and we'll start pulling out some upbeat, you know, rap, fun songs, Humpty Dance. Everybody wants to dance? All right, not only you can dance, we're going to do karaoke at the same time. Mm. And that way, instead of losing time on the stage to an actual DJ song, let's sing said dance song, happen an upbeat song, and that way you get, it's a double win. I get to sing, they get to dance, and we all go home happy. I guess. I haven't been in that situation, no. I'll be honest. Like, not where it ever was where I said to someone, hey, 
instead of playing those dance songs in between every single song, let me sing this instead, and it ever did anything. Because yeah, uh, right whoever here. decides to do that is just going to do that. But, yeah, it's you know, who cares? It's kind of interesting. It's just a difference in opinion, I suppose. Yeah. Who knows? It, I, this can't possibly be interesting to anyone who might want to listen. Well, right now, <laughs> I'm sure if anybody's listening, they have to be karaoke fans, or they're just curious to see what we're going to talk about. I mean... Or they're sleeping. Our lost... <laughs> <laughs> they're looking for something to go to yeah, sleep yeah, to. Yeah. Like, our, lost, our last episode was a lot about our past, and, and, and thank God we lost it, because there was a lot of incriminating things in there. Right. Yes. Um, to me, this is much more entertaining... Um, but I'm sure it's like a select thing. If you're into karaoke, you'll find this interesting, and you'll be like, I got some input. Um, but anyway, uh, I do want to wrap this up. We are getting close to an hour. Um, I want to thank everybody for um, being involved in the podcast, uh, You know, to Josh West, Josh Treadaway, and to Greg Steele um, for being on the Stuff I Heard podcast. If you want to uh, write in, uh, you can reach out to me at stuffiheardpodcast at gmail.com, or if you want to write me on the message on Anchor, you can. If you want to be a guest, let me know. If you have a topic you want to talk about, let me know. Uh, just reach out and uh, give us some love. If you enjoyed this, uh, you know, hit the like button, hit share, subscribe. I got more coming. I'm trying to do two a week. So just stick with me, and we're going to get better as we go. The more times we do this, we're going to figure out how to, lo- how to stop losing episodes. I swear. <laughs> if this is going to be a thing. We're going to figure it out. I'm figuring it out. I'm learning as I go. Uh, thank you for listening. Hope everybody's doing well, and uh, take care.